And I was scared before recording. I was like, is it Yusha Ibn Noor or is it Yusha Ibn Noor? Or so when I was recording the show, I was recording all different versions. Yusha Ibn Noor, Yusha Ibn Noor, Yusha Ibn Noor, even the, the, the weird ones. Welcome to Ask an Iranian. In this show, we're joined by the creator of one of Iran's most popular podcasts. Our guest, Fashad, set up the Persian language podcast, Digest, around two years ago and has been simply summarizing societal matters ever since. Subjects of his show have ranged from Israel and Palestine, feminism and Brexit. His monthly podcast recently passed one million downloads, so we wanted to invite him on the show to discuss what's involved in setting up a successful podcast in Iran. In this episode, we talk about Persian language podcasts and the Iranian podcast community, how podcasts have changed over time in Iran and why they have changed. Also about the red lines for podcast creators in Iran. So it's a great honor to have Fashad here with us today. Fashad is the man behind Digest with 3T's uh, podcast. He has oh a great many listeners, but we'll go into that detail a little bit later. And we've managed to drag him here today and put him on the show because, let's be honest, Mohammed, we want to learn a lot more. And he knows a lot about podcasting. Absolutely. Farshad here is a podcast veteran, so he is welcome, Farshad. The big daddy. Welcome to the show, Farshad. It's good to have you on. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's great to be on your show. So, Farshad, I want to begin this show by uh, talking generally about uh, podcasts. So, what exactly is a podcast in its general sense? I mean, what is its purpose? Is it like indie media? Is it like people's media? So in very general terms, it's a internet radio that if you want to listen to it, you need to have internet access and you can listen to it anytime you want. Mm -hmm. So like on demand. Mm -hmm. Kind so of like yeah, on demand. Internet radio yeah. on demand. Uh, Fashion, I'm interested to, uh, or, or at least I think that our audience would be interested to learn a little bit about the podcast community uh, within Iran. How does the community look? Is there a community? What sort of size? What type of people are mm -hmm. there? Mm -hmm. Can you explain a little bit uh, uh, based on your experience there? Okay. Uh, based on my experience, I see different waves of uh, podcasts in Iran. It got on later than the other countries, um, but the first wave of Persian podcast started a long time ago mm -hmm. with, you know, with podcast shows such as Radio Chehrazi and poetic theatrical shows, uh, which were similar to that. But those kinds of uh, podcasts targeted intellectuals who were into arts and literature. So it, they never penetrated into the mass. Mm -hmm. So, but the second wave started with a podcast called Channel B. Mm -hmm. with uh, Ali Bandari as the founder of it. And uh, mm -hmm. maybe others uh, do not agree with me. Um, but uh, I believe he shaped the second wave mm -hmm. and he promoted or created the second wave of the podcast with entering into a entertainment realm mm -hmm. rather than being into literature or art. So he created this fun Channel B show which talked to the mass which inadvertently brought a larger audience. Exactly. He grew the category. And then it was me and a couple of other podcasters before me, such as a string cast. They tagged along mm -hmm. and we were not uh, more than a dozen. Now we have like more than 500 Persian podcasts. So I think Channel B started five years or six years back. Now I think this is the third wave we're 
we're seeing right now that a lot of people tagging along so i don't have the statistics mm -hmm. quite precisely mm -hmm. but i i don't think more than one percent of the whole population of iran is listening to the podcast whereas in america we have 25 percent of americans uh, who listen to podcasts on a monthly basis mm -hmm. and 50% of them have listened to podcasts at least once uh, worldwide. That's a very fast-growing uh, exact audience as well. Yeah, but it's growing like a lot as of you people, put it right. Like a lot of people still don't know what podcasts are, exactly. but they're like the penetration of the technology, like the smartphones it's and the internet. It's increasing widely, especially this corona period mm -hmm. made it uh, bigger because there were a lot of people stuck at home, they didn't know what to do, so there, are a lot, there were a lot of people in Instagram and here and there who promoted the category like to find of out podcasts. about it and they just want yeah, to so tell it, everybody exactly else well. so yeah. there were like people saying that hey you're stuck at home you don't know what to do why don't you listen to podcasts so people were like uh, oh what is podcast and i was like podcast is this blah 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 so for example in the period of the covid 19 the first few months i was like every day i received like a shout out from different people talking about the podcast and promoting the whole category great yeah so I think uh, when we're talking about the podcast community in Iran, we're talking about a million, probably two million. I don't okay. have the stats. But it's probably around that. Uh, yeah, okay. but it, it's, I, I don't think with comparing with my own data and my friends and my colleagues, and I, I see the data wouldn't be actually more than a million or two million. So but it's growing. Fasha, would you say, uh, do Iranians also consume podcasts uh, using the same platforms as people outside of Iran? I mean, would they would they be going to uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts? We are available on all of the above. Stitcher uh, sti and Podbean. Yeah, and they're like they're getting uh, they're getting the knack of it actually. At first, uh, considering as a podcaster myself, I didn't know what the podcasting platform was. I was like uh, halfway through my fifth episode, and Ali Bandari called me, and I was like, "Why don't mm. you, uh, why don't you go on pla podcast platform?" I was like, "Why? How?" <laughs> so you consider me as a podcaster up yeah. until my fifth episode, I didn't have any clue of how I can go on podcast platform. So I hosted my show on Telegram mainly. Okay. So yeah, there are a lot of people who are actually using the podcast application right now, but the greater, basically, the percentage of people are not. They are, let's say, they are in the I, process I, of transition. Fajan, I might, I might hazard a guess here and say that probably part of that might be to do with the fact that Android is significantly, uh, I mean, and there's a lot more Android devices in Iran, and therefore, if from the Apple side of things, mm -hmm. you're not going to be sort of, on the Apple ecosystem and that might, although obviously there is Google podcast, but I would, am I wrong in saying that Apple dominate the uh, podcast arena? Well, right now, I don't see it in my stats. First off, it was, for example, when I look at my da data and my dashboard, I, I see that at the beginning it was all Apple podcast. Mm -hmm. But when the whole podcast category grew, now we can see applications such as CastBox yeah, uh, which is mainly targeting the Android, not necessarily Android, but which is mainly targeting the the Android platforms is growing significantly. Okay. So right now, people are getting you know educated about what podcast community or podcast platforms are and how they should listen to it. And part of it, you have to give them right because in order for you to be able to listen to podcast through that platform, they need to install an application mm. and for 
any new sensation to get on, mm-hmm. normally there is a s- resistance at the beginning. So mm-hmm. you tell somebody what podcast is and then you ask them install an application. They're like, mm, I don't know. Let's Bang see. Yeah. Let's see how they are. So first they try on Telegram. That's why we all keep the Telegram as let's get them addicted first. <laughs> and once they're accustomed, once they're once it's in their blood and then they like it. Okay, now go and install. For example, this is one of the things that I do in my Telegram. But right now, I don't post my episodes in my Telegram. I put a link in my Telegram saying that if you want to listen to this podcast, you have to go mm-hmm. listen to it. So you're encouraging or pushing yeah, them encouraging to, the, but to go to after the But after a month, I actually mm-hmm. upload the file on Telegram as well for the people who are, you know, the laggards. Yeah. Mm. I see a lot of my friends... I tell them, have you ever listened to podcasts? They say, yes. I say, how? They say, okay, from this application or probably Telegram or mm-hmm. from that channel. Mm-hmm. And I say, I say, what's your model of your phone? And I say, iPhone. I said, have you ever noticed this purple application in your phone? Mm-hmm. And I said, like, oh, really? I, I, I never, I wondered what this application yeah. is. I never opened it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, open it. And sometimes it helps. <laughs> Pushing those people, and Mohammed and I would know this, but moving people to those platforms is beneficial in another way because uh, it's important for us to have subscribers so that the information is pushed to them when we put it out as far as language is concerned. Might that be a barrier to entry, that, it, that it's in a different language? It might be. Yeah, it might be. I actually have heard like uh, there are some local versions of applications and I've also seen that there are some software such as Castbox they're heavily investing in some emerging markets such as Iran as well they're localizing their UI mm-hmm. so when oh, once nice. once you get into Castbox for example you can see that they have localized their suggestion system yeah. based on the geography or and so once you're into the cast box, they identify where you are location-wise and what your Excellent. language is. They give you like recommendations of Persian podcasts. Mm. But yeah, well, it might be a barrier. Uh, so we were talking about the podcast uh, community and uh, something that uh, I wanted to discuss is other players in the market or the industry or the area such as Shenato, for example. Is it right to describe these people as aggregates or people that are somehow helping the podcast community uh, in Iran? Uh, can you explain a little bit about these types? I mean, Shenato is one, but other types yeah, of yeah. platforms or places like they're that? They're definitely actually helping and promoting to grow the category, and they've done a significantly uh, impressive job. However, uh, the way they operate is a little bit different with the standard system. So they are, they prefer to have this walled garden uh, styles of uh, basically podcast community. So basically, th- well, recently they are having these options of broadcasting onto different platforms such as iTunes as well. But before, so they they kind of see themselves as, for example, like uh, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. They want to be the point of listening for the audience? Uh, You see, Google Podcasts is just an application or CastBox is just an application. There are some some applications such as Podbean, Blueberry, Lipsyn, they're the hosts. Mm -hmm. Shenato, they were trying to be both of them. They were trying to be the application and the host, but within their own community. So if you wanted to listen to Namlik or Shenato, you had to install. Namlik is uh, another version of uh, Shenato? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like Fidibo as well. So they, there are a lot of uh, Persian 
players now entering into the podcast uh, realm recently. But if, if I'm not mistaken, Shenato offer the facilities there for uh, recording uh, podcasts within uh, their studios. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so they're trying to be a host, a studio, a platform. A, uh, they're trying to be a one-stop uh, uh, shop. Mm -hmm. So the problem is they try to encompass you in their own community so if you want to listen to the podcasts in Shenoto, you have to install their own application and you can listen to them only through their own network is mm -hmm. this something uh, a, a contractual arrangement that they have with shows no. that they say you can no, only be no, on our no. platform no actually but in other hosts for example the international players it's not like that so once you're in podbean lipsyn blueberry or other players anchor they give you an rss feed and basically you can copy that RSS feed into iTunes and once you're in iTunes all the podcatchers in the world no matter how many no matter where mm. they will read your feed and everyone in the whole wide world can access your show mm. but if you're in Chenoto or Namli you only have to be in that ecosystem so it can't scale up yeah as properly as it can when yeah. you compare it with the international players so we have uh, the namlik shenato uh, there, there are, are actually a handful of these yeah exactly there are like uh for example it's navar it's uh recently filippo the uh, digicala startup which is basically for audiobooks yeah audiobooks uh, they, mm -hmm. they also opened up this podcast sector into it but they're all wall garden yeah. and as long as you're wall garden you cannot grow or you cannot scale up yeah so if i if if i wanted to set up a podcast had an interesting idea i thought i could gather an audience wanted to spend my life why would anyone want to do that muhammad why would anyone in their right mind decide to set up a podcast but if i wanted to do that let's say i was that kind of person i could go to these places and what benefits would they offer is it just that they have access to a large audience in the short term why would i go there first i think anybody starting a podcast at the beginning should get their show on every possible platform to to be able to reach the maximum uh, number of listeners they can. So do not limit yourself and broadcast your show everywhere. Mm. Broadcast your show in the local players, broadcast your show in the international players, do whatever you can mm. and to, to get to be heard, to be listened to. Mm -hmm. And so, but once you go a little bit, uh, you know, bigger, you can be a little bit more selective. So try to be everywhere you you can and try to be as much prevailing as possible so another general question i wanted to ask is uh, why bother making a podcast oh yeah it's a good question i um when i started this podcast i was under the inspiration of two persian podcasts it, one of them was channel b and the other one was a colleague of mine uh solar who created this show called radio jolun uh, which is about tourism so long before these two podcasts that I was listening to other podcasts such as English podcasts through different platforms such as Mixergy, Freakonomics and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then there was a friend of mine who introduced Channel B and it was like, hey, this is a cool show. Why don't you listen to it? And uh, I didn't know if there was ever a Persian podcast up until that point. And then I listened to it and I was like, I became a huge fan. I was like, oh, who's this guy? I was like downloading the episodes one after another. What exactly was Channel B's content? Channel what B would they talk about? What it's would be on basically it's a podcast which narrates uh, real stories uh, quoted from 
very, uh, let's say, renowned magazines in the world or publications in the world. Um, or so, other like renowned podcasts as well. Exactly. Uh, he chooses a story and then he narrates them visually. So mm -hmm. you can visualize the story for mm -hmm. yourself. So he's a very good narrator. There was this colleague of mine, uh, Solar. He had just started this podcast of uh, his. He was sitting next to me and I, I literally saw the process and it was like, yeah, we're recording now, we're editing. And I was like, oh, what are you guys doing? And it was like, I'm editing the podcast. And I was like, can I listen to it too? And I was like, is it that easy? So, so this was the initiation of uh, me thinking about podcasts more and more. Add that to this concern of mine that I've had is from a long time ago. I believe that there are a lot of things in this world which are set in a very complex manner. And I am eager to learn, but if I ever wanted to learn something about some topics, it was so difficult for me to get into it. And I was like, why isn't there any source for me to like, digest the content for me in a very simple way so that I can just I don't have to read a book of 350 pages to understand an issue so why can't I learn about relativity of Einstein in a very simple way why can't I learn about what's going on in the world in the economic forums so I decided to fill that gap and then I saw this colleague of mine who was creating the podcast I became the fan of that podcast I had this concern one day I was lying on the bed and I was like why don't you create your own podcast and I was like yeah stop the planning because you know the nature of what I was doing was into the planning and being strategic and stuff I thought oh, forget about the planning if you want to do an episode right now what, what what do you do and I was like okay so if you want to talk about digesting complex stuff you have to choose a topic and CNN was showing Catalonia and Spain I, I knew about Barcelona always ha having this problem with the government but I didn't know why so I thought to myself okay start from this if you can digest that let's see if you can get into the next show or next episode or not so that's how i started did you just take notes decide what things you wanted to talk about on that topic and then just plan the time to record is that the, the very first thing i wanted to do was that okay so you're saying that you want to digest complex stuff and say it very simply to people. First of all, see if you can understand it yourself in plain language. If you can understand it, then probably you can say it in a very simple way to your audience as well. How long would that sort of take that process from having the initial idea to having a show recorded? It takes me one month to be able to provide one episode. So okay. Do you work produce. alone or do you have people working with you? Up until like two or three episodes ago, I was working alone, but now I do have like a team of two. So I got that wrong because I was saying to Mohammed, I think there's three people behind this. Th there are actually three people behind this, a content editor. And I, recently I have found a researcher who is a journalist. But it's, it's amazingly put together. I mean, I'm sure Mohammed will agree with me, the, like the way the music sort of interjects between uh, the subject matter and, and it sort of creates chapters. Uh, I do that part on my own. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, ex excellent yeah. choice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank excellent you. choice of music. Well, actually, uh, I consider myself as an amateur because uh, I, there are a lot of things that I probably do not observe technically when I'm recording or when I'm editing and professional podcasters can notice that. But uh, this is as far as it got me so far. <laughs> yeah, ho hopefully our listeners will, I mean, they can listen to the show, but in most cases, they'll probably not understand anything that's going on. The, uh, or they'll enjoy the music, at least, between and hear Fashod's voice sort of sing them through oh, come uh, on. each chapter. No, you read it so well. <laughs> I don't Actually, like my voice and, that much. But I, but I think uh, you do a, uh, something that's really good uh, that I enjoy 
enjoy about the show is, is you sort of come back and, and reintroduce the subject and you do exactly as the show's title uh, suggests. What you'll do is you'll punctuate the show with, you'll describe a topic in, in a sort of general sense, not necessarily complicated or in a simple way. And then you'll say, well, well, what does that mean to you? Or how should you understand this situation? You tease them in, sort of take them back. Okay, what do you need to know about this? Let's move Let's move forward about that. Uh, maybe maybe you subconsciously do that. Fashod's now looking at me as if to say, like, do I do that? <laughs> do I actually do that? <laughs> this guy, uh, Fashod's thinking I'm talking about another show at the moment. He's like, he's like, he's like no, he's talking about Freakonomics. Uh, free no, Fashod, this is your show. This is how I perceive your show. All right. Um, but but uh, seriously, the finished product sounds great. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank and, you. Thank uh, you as I say, it's unfortunate that a great many of our listeners are not going to appreciate the content per se until there's some auto-translation function that will come in. Or you just go ahead and learn Persian. There you go. Or they can sake. go into my website. They can oh, is do it translated. The, they can use the Google translation ah, and it's so automatic. The script is, the script, the script is put exactly. Up on. Oh, the amazing. whole script is on. Uh, basically, I created that website for the people who are not into listening to podcasts. Oh, great! But they mm. want to read something about. Oh, that's great. It. So, so, so we'll we'll be uh, we'll be linking the show on our website. So go to askanaranian.com. Uh, go to this specific show, and you can find the links to digest with three t's there and uh, write a comment give us a question Mohammed. we ask for questions but nobody sends <laughs> they just send they yeah, send you know, compliments to our um, show i'm, I'm like sure send us like, a question they're like they're like yeah great show love it i'm like no give me a question i'm not sure if you know but Susie and steven and karen <gasps> Mohammed, don't give up the game no, I, I've seen their names actually yeah but i've read your tweets and your oh okay uh, Fasha, actually, do you I, think these are real people I don't know. I was wondering about them as well. I was like, yeah. "You're right." Yeah. Wonder no Cast more. They're yeah. actually very real. We created them. Why did? Yeah. Why? Why is Karen suddenly? When suddenly Karen is trending on Twitter, why did a question yeah. suddenly come from Karen? That was a yeah. I, and I think that actually worked for us. I think yeah. hashtag. And you Karen. don't want to know the story behind no, Steve. Okay. Stephen. Oh. Stephen, yeah. So I mentioned earlier about the uh, something that I'm curious about now. We should probably put this uh, earlier on in the show. But digest is the simple way for you to express what you wanted to do with the show, which was to take complicated subject matter and, and put it in a simple format for Iranians to listen and learn about. Uh, so what, what's with the three T's at the end of that? So obviously in the tech domain, adding an extra T, R, S, yeah. whatever is, is the cool thing. But Fasha went the extra step there. <laughs> We're going to have three. Not one, not two, but now, three. Now, now, was that because Digest with two Ts was taken? Or exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when I started my show, it was like, I, first, I was not accustomed with, uh, with the whole mechanisms in the podcasting platform. So I started in Telegram. Uh -huh. So Telegram is, was more so hugely popular in Iran as a sort of social media channel it's messaging a messenger. Pla messenger platform. At its core, it's um, with a channel capabilities, uh, this would be used by Iranians very much oh, to For promote. a long time, it substituted Twitter yeah. for Iranians. Yes, exactly. So, Fashad, sorry, I interrupted you there. You, uh, so you had the... Yeah, so I... checking on uh, Telegram? Yeah, so when I started this show, because I didn't know if I was interested in becoming a podcaster so basically i wanted to try and then i thought to myself let's host a show and telegram see if i can get 50 people listen to this episode if you can do it then let's that's, target. Our, Fasha, that's our dream at the moment 
when, <laughs> when, when we hit 50. No, seriously. This no, is no far behind. <laughs> Another 40 people to go and we're going to get 50. No, I was like, uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, hey, if you can get your relatives and your family to listen to this content that you create, then probably we can aim for another 50. And the so stats are way more than that now. I think, if I'm not mistaken, on Telegram, at least 12,600, I think. Uh, yeah, but uh, Telegram is not my main platform. Actually, my podcast has um, passed a million and 500,000 Congratulations. Mm. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a million downloads uh, from podcast application, but almost like a million and 500, 400,000 wow. from amazing. all platforms. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 Aggregated. Yeah. Are we yeah, ever going to get there? We're not far behind sure. you, Fashad. Yeah, we're catching. We're gaining on you. Watch out. Sure. Uh, the only <laughs> thing between you and us are the clouds. So <laughs> no, we're no. gonna get there. And, and, a, and a one and a half million. <laughs> one and a half million downloads. <laughs> and I was like, uh, when I started, so um, I I wanted to start very lightly mm. to see if I can get interested myself into it. Mm. And then I started in Telegram. So I wanted to come up with a name that resonated my mission as well, digesting the complex issues and matters around us every day so i put the name digest apparently it was taken so i put two t's and it was taken and i said okay how many t's should i go uh. <laughs> <laughs> and i like i put three t's and i i figured like okay it's not taken so i'm gonna take three t's but uh later on when people asked me why do you have like three t's and i was like it's an emphasis on digesting the stuff so <laughs> i don't tell the story of the telegram <laughs> that's fun that's amazing it's, it's, so this is how it ended up with three t's how, how are the iranians with with that name any have you had any feedback or any uh, they like it, is I, it I, I actually haven't received any negative feedback so it's pretty much like um uh, it's okay again good job thank you yeah it's amazing much but actually negative feedback is something as a podcaster that you need to get used to it as mm. your podcast gets oh, bigger, yeah, and bigger, sure. and bigger and bigger especially with with the subject matters of your show for example we begun recording today talking about brexit which was uh, a topic for one of the shows but feminism for example i mean yeah there's going to be a lot of people uh, actually which show have you done that has caused the most controversy I think uh, of all the comments and feedback that I received, 98% of them are positive and constructive. Hmm. But there are 2% of the feedbacks which are not positive, and they're divided in two parts. Either they literally insult you Trash <laughs> talk by, saying, and, uh, say, by saying that, who's this guy? And, who does like, it think he is? Like Vatan Furush. Yeah, you know, at first, because I was not a podcaster and I, I never had this uh, an, an audience this size. So when you grow, you have to also be able to grow your threshold of tolerating as well. Mm, become thick skinned. I guess, so as they say, haters going to hate. You're gonna yeah, get, you, you yeah. need to be able to stomach it and yeah. uh, because it hurts you. And yeah. for so example, at first you were taking it a little bit personally. And I, then I still get it. And sometimes I, I see myself replying to a, to a tweet or to a comment, but halfway through it, I find myself, okay, delete it, forget about it. Mm. You shouldn't be, uh, you shouldn't respond back like do you, that. Do you think do you get times off Twitter and uh, the podcast, like weekends or whatever, just like you turn your phone off and not look at your Yeah, I, I, at first, um, I mean, right now I don't check my platform that often. Okay. Because, but uh, at the beginning, I was, you know, I was into the mood and I was like, I was checking it every mm. minute. So is it getting hits? Like, uh, what's happening to it? But now, after 30 months or more of, 
you know, time working on the show. So, I, you know, you become kind of desensitized and then mm -hmm. you try to let go of it. And so, yeah. So, Fasha, do you think that this is, I wouldn't say unique to Iranians, but would you say that Iranians are particularly more critical in those types of domains? I mean, would an international, uh, are we going to get less flack than you, for example? I don't know. Because I don't know, I, I do not have the experience of uh, dealing or interacting with other communities, criticizing or commenting on a podcast. But so we changed it now. So. <laughs> so, uh, but so I don't know. I'm still curious, which show have you made? Which topic caused more controversy or got mm. more uh, negative feedback? It's not like an episode. All of them equally received some level of criticism which is not more than one or two percent mm -hmm. but there were some episodes that there are some complaints and criticism on the pronunciation part okay mm. and this was the part which i received most of the criticism for mm -hmm. and so it was like i think my eighth episode it was the story mm -hmm. of syria syria's war and there were some words and nouns i mispron i didn't mispronounce them actually i pronounced the english version Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So, for example, there's a city in Syria called Aleppo, mm -hmm. which is uh, Farsi for halal. Yeah. And I said Aleppo. And mm -hmm. uh, you don't know how many people oh, rushed yeah. into me. I was like, you didn't know. <laughs> you don't even know where Halab is. So why are you creating a podcast? And I was like, okay, stomach it. Try to get on with it. So next time, if you're creating a show, try to be more careful about the pronunciations. But there are sometimes some pronunciation. For example, the last episode I was creating was Israel and Palestine. There were a lot of words I didn't know. And okay. I was scared before recording. I was like, is it Yusha Ibn Nur or is it Yusha Ibn Nur? Or so when I was recording the show, I was recording all different versions. Yusha Ibn Nur, Yusha Ibn Nur, Yusha Ibn Nur, even the, the, the weird ones. And the other was like, sometimes because the issues I tackle are controversial. For example, no matter how hard you try in an episode like Israel and Palestine, of course, there are people who are going to stand on different sides. No matter how hard you try to be, you know, you standing in the middle because your sources are not in the middle. Some people are not happy and it's okay. So in the contemporary podcast scene in Iran, what subject matter uh, do we have on, on podcasts? What is, what is popular in Iran for Iranians these days? I think still the entertainment, as is the, I think is the, this, is, this goes the same in all countries. Entertainment is the most listened to category. So I think Channel B uh, is the paramount of which. How many, out of interest, how many followers do, do Channel B have? I don't know. I don't have their stats, but uh, I have around, um, I think I have around 90 to 100,000 uh, listeners. Mm -hmm. um, so I think Channel B might be six times bigger than me. Really? So, okay. so their follower base might be 600,000, 700,000. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure, but I can guess. Okay. But so, so this is the biggest show ever in he created a spin-off also, another show, which is the B+. They talk about uh, the summary of uh, non-fictional books. Mm -hmm. And it got hit on. And um, um, so it's a huge show as well. We have a diverse set of um, topics, such as entertainment, literature, poetic, uh, uh, theatrical shows, narration, history, knowledge-based shows, such as 
mine or Stringcast scientific shows. Uh, right now, we can say that Persian podcast has entered all kinds of categories. Mm -hmm. They might not be deep as like English podcast, which is like 600,000 podcasts we have in English language. So mm -hmm. in comparison with that, it's a zilch. Mm. So with, with Digest, I'm interested to know what the audience split is as far as listeners. I mean, if we can determine this because uh, use of VPN probably confuses the matter, but as far mm. as listenership inside Iran and listenership yeah. uh, outside, of course, your, your podcast is in the Persian language. There is a large diaspora of Iranians uh, uh, around the world. <coughs> like the, there are other Persian-speaking nationals, such as Afghans and. So, do you have any uh, stats or information? Yes, I do actually. Sixty-five percent of my downloads are sixty-five to seventy percent of all my downloads are from Iran, and the rest is from different countries. The the top four are United States, Canada, Germany, Britain, and Australia. And uh, so you can see even in like uh, when, y when you track the stats, you can see that those countries are the countries with the population of Iranian is at its peak. Yeah. And mm -hmm. when you check the states, for example, in the United States, you can see the top four states are California, California. New Jersey, Delaware, Texas mm -hmm. and New York. Interesting. Five. Now you know when to yeah. where to find uh, even when you <laughs> for example, when you go to this, the provinces in Canada, like Ontario, because Iranians love our Ontario. So mm. you can see Ontario is, mm. has the highest download share. Interesting. And yeah. So, so uh, do, do you get like any audience or any comments or contact or interaction with uh, like Afghans or people from Tajikistan? I've had, I've had some Afghan um, followers. Mm -hmm. so I did a show on Taliban, ISIS. Mm -hmm and uh, al-qaeda mm -hmm. and i talked extensively about the history of afghanistan mm -hmm. on that show i received a lot of comments from mm -hmm. afghan friends and afghan listeners mm -hmm. and that was when i figured like okay so the the podcast is penetrated into some other persian communities mm -hmm. as beyond well. iran yeah beyond iran i have some people from algeria who know a little bit of Persian. Hmm. So there were also some who were promoting the podcast, but the website, the narration, mm -hmm. to, mm -hmm. so that I could just promote it to others, and they translated into Arabic. So oh, nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, but mostly Persians, yeah. Which I think leads me on to uh, the next question. I mean, with, uh, within Digest, there is a lot of controversial uh, topics digested for you to listen to yeah. in the Persian language. Uh, something I'm sure that our uh, listeners would like to uh, know about, and, and I'd certainly like to know about, certainly to cover our backsides, as I say. What, I what are the big sort of no-nos? Uh, what, what things should Iranians sort of, uh, what are they cautious not to include or to uh, what subjects would they want to avoid when putting a podcast together? Or is there no reason to worry about any of that? No, well, it depends. Because if you're out of Iran, if you don't care about getting caught, <laughs> <laughs> or if you're not concerned about coming back to Iran, and if you're not concerned about the authorities coming and knocking on your door, so you can say whatever you want politically. And so I guess indirectly we're saying here that there are things you <laughs> should probably avoid. Well, yeah, and you definitely. Be, uh, <laughs> and if it, you're it, concerned about this. Is, is, it better, is it better to not actually talk about any of this or are there some obvious things we, uh, we well, can mention? Well, we, you know, we're living in a country that politics is a hot topic. So there are some red lines and you have to be careful not to pass them. Once you pass them, 
the responsibility is all on yours. Is this the new domain where people can get close to those red lines and they can challenge? Honestly, um, up until now that the podcast community has not grown to a certain extent, it was not under the spotlight. But now it's getting bigger, so the spotlight mm -hmm. is you know, being shifted on it. So I haven't seen anything disruptive yet okay. from the side of authorities. But, uh, you know, this is Iran. You need to conform to some constraints. Well, so, of course. You know, if, even if you were in Saudi Arabia, that would have been the same. Or if, Unless you're not in the United States, there yes. are some degrees <laughs> of constraint everywhere in, <laughs> in the whole wide world. But um, my, my general suggestion is that try to observe as mm. much as you can so which i think we'll, we still have to wait and see because as you said the podcast domain is growing yeah and it's going to grow faster you've mentioned blogs uh, there are still many people who can't read i mean apart from the people who don't want to read but like we know that most of the people th they can hear they can listen and they can understand it so i think it's going to be like way more popular uh than blogs when blogs were popular so we're seeing a lot of red lines being drawn when it comes to domain of Instagram. Instagram is quite popular here. But still, we got a, like we still got some time before we see what happens to yeah. uh, podcasting. You have general. to see the penetration reaching a higher mm -hmm. rate, and then you have to see is it uh, is it going to be mm -hmm. regulated? Uh, is it going to be like regulations governing this whole mm -hmm. category or not? But the penetration right now is not that significant. So, which I guess brings us on to another question, which is what advice. Fasha, uh, do you have for people who might be interested in setting up a podcast? Is there sort of, what are your tips here? For okay, um, the, my first um, tip is that do not invest heavily at the beginning. Mm -hmm. You should have told me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> do not invest heavily at the beginning because you don't know yourself that if you're going to stay motivated. I was reading an article somewhere and uh, it was an interesting topic. Is that there are two exit points for all the podcasters in the world i think one of the points was the episode 13 or 17 when you realize it's not all cracked up to be mm. because it takes a lot of energy out of you and it's not worth it and it's it's very hard to get listeners and you have to put a lot of effort so it's not worth it mm -hmm. so you exit and uh and you haven't made money out of it and the second and exit point is episode 50 which I haven't... Did you note that down, Mohammed? Episode 50, yeah. that's when we're getting out. <laughs> yeah, and episode 50, which I haven't reached there yet, is that when you realize you're never going to make money out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not passionate about this podcasting thing, if you're trying to make a business model at the conception, you're going to be frustrated for a long time. Mm. So, for example, I didn't create this podcast for business purposes mm -hmm. uh, that's why if i don't have sponsors i'm fine because i didn't create it i created it for for, for the cause i had mm -hmm. and help so us out here fashion uh, you have a, uh, donations i believe I've, I've seen on your site the yeah i have donation donate. and i have sponsors as well and sponsoring my podcast from episode 17 mm -hmm. so would you mention them on the show or would it be on yeah, promotional yeah, okay. yeah i mentioned at the beginning and these are local businesses as well local businesses startups mainly uh, so my first sponsor was in 17th uh, episode. So mm -hmm. it took me a year and a half almost mm -hmm. to get there. So you see, for a year and a half, I didn't have any sponsor. 
There are some podcasts for three years they don't have any sponsors. sponsors. Yeah. Right now, it's even harder with the whole constraint mm. on the economical perspective of mm. the society. And D- donations and, and donations. Uh, basically, it's not even one percent of your. It's less than one percent of all your. Is is that unique to Iran? Maybe just because of the process of I, donations. I, or? I, again, I don't know about other people, but the donation part is very little. Are there are there places to uh, arrange that? Like, for example, internationally, there's a Patreon, Subscribe Star. There are many others. There are, Iranian, for there example, are platforms for. Do- I, I think Hami. To to Nate, I think was a uh, website that was arranging such things. I think there there is a platform called Hami Show or Hami or something, which mm-hmm. is like the Patreon platform existing elsewhere. Was that something you you worked with? For no, Danish? I didn't. You I just didn't. got direct uh, direct. I mean no, I created my website, and one of the tabs I created, I, I said, uh, there's also a support you can give us. My pa- my podcast is going to stay free. When you get to episode 15, <laughs> and then you decide, <laughs> decide to, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, I, I don't know, because right now I'm spending a million or two million mm. for each episode. But uh, I, and Is that in recording studios? or No, or do I do it in record? a closet. but i i pay my uh, the people who are working for me right now and you're doing this alongside a full-time job as well yes and my full-time job is some something else so uh, back to your question you don't need to buy a lot of equipment at the beginning Uh, up until the sixth episode i borrowed my recording set from solar my friend who was hosting the radio jolun Invest your time on the content. The content is the most important part of your your podcast. Um, so pr- promotion, any advice for, oh, for going promotion. about promotion? Um, okay. I grew substantially organically. You can do minimal advertisement as well, which I don't recommend. Mm-hmm. Try to be patient. Invest your time in your content. Uh, talk to as many people as possible to get heard. Because at the beginning, you don't know if you want to continue or not. So what about format? No format. It's your show. And really? you can do whatever you want with it. As long as you can get heard and your audience is happy with it, you whatever you want. And your results will tell you if you're doing a good job or not. Great advice there. Just try to get heard and try to be happy yourself. Because mm. once you're not happy about what you're doing, you're not going to continue it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get frustrated. There are a lot of podcasts mm-hmm. I know who started very strongly at the beginning, but then after like 10 episodes, they're not as motivated. They think like, oh, it's not worth it. So they're going to quit. Kind of, should I say, like illusion of making a lot of money out of a podcast that causes these people, the, the like when, when they're disillusioned, they don't want to continue anymore. Yeah, I remember my first conversation with Ali, the Channel B guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he asked me why have you started this is it because of money i said no he said okay good because he wanted to know if i was planning to continue this for money or not mm. um i'm not saying that you cannot make money out of it in the united states there are some podcasts that get forty thousand dollars for each episode of a sponsorship i myself have like uh yeah why not let's let's disclose some numbers you to have some uh, if you're bench. fine with that fashion yeah fine yeah start if, writing my well, jot this down how <laughs> much this is how much we're gonna hopefully get go yeah yeah it's, it's a b- benchmark because there are a lot of people who want to know what is the benchmark i have earned like uh around 40 to 50 millions mm-hmm. uh over this mm. 
10 episodes so for uh, our uh, international audience it's not dollars we're yeah. talking about here it's uh, reals and I, I hesitate to even try and translate that because yeah. the <laughs> you uh, don't exchange know rate exchange is rate. <laughs> yeah, exactly no, probably but let's the compare it with the exchange rate has changed like several times since you started your sentence so <laughs> yeah exactly well it's probably like a year's wage oh. for a sort of bank clerk uh, mm. so this is what I've earned uh, uh, it's not what I planned for Mm. probably it's gonna be more mm. probably it's never gonna be again mm -hmm. but I don't care because mm -hmm. I didn't create this mm -hmm. for money mm -hmm. but if your sole purpose is money I'm not saying you're not gonna get there whatever you wish for you're gonna strive for then you're gonna get there but if you didn't don't get frustrated for it because the spotlight has not come to the podcast platform yet mm -hmm. it's going to come but not yet mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of advertisers getting um, a lot of attention mm. from their clients on the podcast community mm. it's growing but it's not like instagram yet mm -hmm. uh, so and uh, for the listeners we gotta emphasize on that this conversation is about the Iranian market, that's a whole different story again. Yeah, and, yeah uh, we're talking English about Iranian market. market. Yeah. Ask an Iranian. But uh, <laughs> then again, when it comes to financials, David, uh, I'm quitting. You promised me a lot of money. So all I it is going to be my I last give, year. I said, I said it would be millions. You didn't say which currency. Yeah, but but still, where are do, those millions? <laughs> So that, that was some excellent advice from Fashad. Really, I, I don't know about you, Mohammed, but I, I learned an incredible amount uh, from him. As we say in Persian, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting watermelons under your arm. Uh, I really think you've done an amazing uh, job with uh, the show. And, and certainly even today, I, it, this beat my expectation of what we'd be uh, discussing today. I think there's been some amazing advice, you know, for us, certainly. As I say, we're getting free consultancy out of him. But uh, certainly uh, Fashad's a, a real sort of a great wealth of knowledge that uh, Mohammed, You've learned a lot. I've seen you tapping. Yeah, actually, I, was like, been I, I was constantly <laughs> taking notes. And that was it. Was like, okay. like, oh, yeah, just like How much money was that? Yeah, yeah a lot gonna, of it. A lot of it. Gonna, that but, was uh, I think that's the point. And we say, like, anybody who's listening to this, go on uh, digest with three T's. Dot yes. com. So it's digest.com with three T's and uh, go find the donation secure. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, spend that. I think we'll all thank you for it. You can also find uh, Fashad's podcast, Digest, in Telegram if you are there. Uh, Instagram, Fashad, are you? In, in Instagram, it's Digest Podcast, Digest.podcast. Um, yeah. and, and Twitter, it's Digest with three T's. In Telegram, is Digest with three T's. Mm -hmm. My, my website is digest.com with three T's, triple T. So there you go. So go and so before you go to any of those places, go and learn Persian <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you can understand how amazing his show is.